Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode of the Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast. Podcast. I can't even speak today. I've been talking to so many people. All my words are merging together like horrible Bay Area traffic. And we've we've got amazing guests on the show. We talk to your favorite actors and celebrities from film and television, music, Broadway, and more. And today we have a. I'm already having fun. We've been talking for a few minutes. We're chatting with Maddie Poppy. She's out on the road with her boyfriend and his crew. He's doing some shows and she's traveling with him as the merch girl. And then she's going on tour soon. And just a lot happening. Uh, they're in the middle of a parking lot target. Maddie, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us and to just have a fun, easy conversation here so you're obviously out on the road with your boyfriend, who is a musician, singer, all of that. So now, how do you find time for yourself? Are you working on music and things? Because you have a tour coming up next month. So are you driving along and working while he's working? I mean, I can imagine it's just like a Partridge family moment with all of these musicians <laughs> piled into the vehicle. <laughs> Yeah, so um, right now I am uh, spending about a month in Nashville and I've been writing um, almost every day um, with people and I've got some um, really exciting songs that have come out of some of these sessions and I'm so excited and my plan is to um, drop this at the beginning of next year, um, but I'm independent now so it's like I have to make all those decisions um, for myself and um, I just need to be confident with it and, you know. Like go, go forward with it, not, not hesitate, not have questions, you know? So, um, but yes, I'm, I'm working on new music and I'm really excited about it. It's a kind of a new vibe, a new, um, a new side of me that I've not really shown much of. And it's, uh, the old Maddie is not really, uh, channeled in on this new stuff. Interesting. So I know there's probably not much you can tell us, but are we like going grunge pop punk? I mean, or just different like you're exploring your musical freedom it sounds like because that's the vibe I'm getting yeah and I mean to be honest with you I always thought like oh I like singer songwriter I like Americana folk blues you know bluesy kind of stuff and um when I would write those songs I would never like love them I wasn't ever like oh this is me I love this like I, you know, this, this is my thing. And I recently started kind of experience, uh, experimenting with, um, more R and B sounding things. Okay. Sort of R, sort of R and B meets like kind of jazzy ish. Um, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, so I've been doing a lot with that and I still like, still love like playing acoustic, still love playing, you know, just me and my guitar, but, 
um, it's a different style and it's, it's these songs that are coming out of these sessions feel like me and feel like this is something I'm so proud of. And this is something I can like stand behind and say, I, uh, yes, I, this is a hundred percent me. So that's kind of, um, I don't want to say the first time, but it feels like one of the first times I've really felt that strongly about my music, which I don't know is sounds kind of bad because I loved my album whirlwind. Like I loved making that. And a lot of those songs are really special to me, but um, I don't know. This is just like a cooler. I, I, I feel like a cooler person, a cooler version of myself. <laughs> well, it has to be satisfying as a musician because I mean, obviously art and music and all of those things are clearly subjective, right? Like it's up to the receiver to receive or interpret whatever that might be, whether it's music, film, comedy, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So musically, mm -hmm. perhaps maybe you've felt obligated in some sort of subconscious way to do things a certain way, but now maybe the independent side of things is giving you that juice or that freedom to kind of explore a little bit and, do something different. So maybe like a little early Nora Jones kind of vibus before she went a little commercial or, or I don't know. I'm excited to hear what it is when you go out yeah. on tour in November. Are you going to be doing some of that music or is it mostly going to just be Christmassy type things, which any of you it know, would be great. Yeah, I really, it's, it's kind of a, like Corinne Bailey Ray. Okay. Um, okay. Feeling. And, um, I, I, um, I really wanted to like, perform some of these songs on my tour but to do that I'd have to rush the release and I don't I want to make sure that it's done correctly I don't want to rush anything I want to make sure I've got the right you know people with me and um everybody's on the same page and so um I just want to make sure that I do it right because these songs are really special to me and I'm I'm really excited to show people these but I I, I don't want it to be rushed so um so I'll just be doing old stuff and, and, and Christmas stuff and new Christmas stuff. But, um, yeah, it's my plan. Yeah. I think it's very exciting. You're going all over the place. It seems like to perform, you have a lot of shows booked and obviously this last year has been crazy for everybody. What were you up to, to keep yourself moving creatively? Were you just like you mentioned earlier, writing and having fun, just kind of taking a break from things or what kind of, kept the creative processes going for you maybe even outside of that like what do you find yourself doing creatively when you're not writing music or are you doing that all the time i am not writing music as much as i should i will admit that um uh -huh. i there are people who can write every day but i like love to dig into other things so much like i love to make like I make a lot of my own merch and I'm like, I do all my own merch. Um, so like, I love experimenting with that kind of stuff. And I also love interior design so much. I have such a, I, um, recently like renovated my house. Um, I bought it and it was like, had, was like full of mice and, um, oh, was no. like had shag, shag carpet and like, the entire thing had to be pulled apart. So we ripped it all down to the bones and, um, and built it back up. And, uh, I've had so much fun, like picking out, you know, just dumb stuff like backsplashes and, um, paint colors and, and decor and stuff. So that is something that I love to do, but I find myself like 
and, and I'm and I get into those projects. Like I built my fireplace. Wow. Um, yeah. So I I've I've gotten really into like the handyman kind of stuff. Like I I also built like the railing around my staircase and stuff. So um, I've gotten into that stuff a little too much. Where I'm like, I like doing that because I I love it and I'm uh, I I love learning about it and and I feel accomplished when I get it done. But I'm like, okay, no, no, you need to get like my entire year of 2020 was just doing that stuff. And then I was like, no, 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 you have to get back into music. You have to like, so it took me, it was just, to be honest with you, um, in 2020, sorry, I'm kind of going on a tangent here. That's okay. Um, but in 2020, um, in May, I got dropped from my record label and that really kind of shook me like. I had this whole plan, had this whole EP ready to release and everything was seemed to be going great. And it hit me out of nowhere and um, I didn't see it coming. And then it kind of shook me for a while. I was like, really just felt, you know, at, at first I was like, oh, that's okay. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to, I'm going to do this all. I got a plan. And then I started like digging deeper into that and was like, this is a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And, um, and, uh, you know, obviously like, you know, I didn't get, I didn't get picked back up right away. And that's something that I'm still working on. But, um, I think that was a big part of 2020 was just like, when that happened and then COVID happened, seemed like nobody was, um, doing songwriting. Nobody was doing sessions. Nobody was, um, out playing anywhere. So I was like, well, I guess I'll buy a house and, um, renovate it. <laughs> and so, um, so I did that. And now that things are back to normal, I'm like, okay, got to get back up on your feet again. But, um, yeah, it definitely, definitely took me for a while, for a ride there for a little bit. Yeah. I think last year just sucked to be honest for everybody. I lost my job and, uh, you know, it just, it's crazy, but you seem, in great spirits and things have picked up and you're getting ready to go on a big tour. You've got more music coming next year. You have this fun Christmas tour. So really it's great because you can just end the year with the bang, so to speak, and just have fun. You're touring with your boyfriend. I mean, it's just, I find what I said earlier to you, what, what I said is I find what you do fascinating period because you go on a show like American Idol, right? And you've already been performing forever. You get on there you get this platform and you're going through like this machine of just going, going, going. And then, you know, I was, I mentioned to you, I spoke to Grace Kensler and she's like, you know, now the challenge that I have is just continuing to stay relevant after this thing, because, you know, next year there's a new American Idol or there's the voice or the sing off. I mean, a sing-off, that's an old, that's not even on anymore, Nick Cliche. <laughs> we just talked to Nick the other day and we were talking about the sing-off. Um, and he's like, oh, you're going to make me talk about this thing? I was like, yep, sorry, we're going to talk about the sing-off. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, there's just always something. And, you know, even when you're like a Taylor Swift or whomever, there's like, we're still fighting for relevance because like, that's the thing is everything changes and moves along so fast and so quickly that like, it's just a challenge. So like, what are some of the biggest takeaways you have from all of these experiences that might inspire other people listening? I mean, obviously I don't think I could ever build a fireplace. That's hardcore. 
Uh, but just like <laughs> getting, finding out that you've been dropped and then now it's like, what am I going to do? Do I stop? You know, cause that could send anybody into a tailspin really, especially when you're used to having the money and the backing and now it's like, okay, now I got to do this all on my own. So what are some takeaways uh, as we wrap up here uh, from this experience that have kind of inspired you and changed you to be a better musician and just an artist and human being overall? Yeah. First of all, that's such a good, like, that's like my, my life is just trying to stay relevant and it, it, it sucks. It, it honestly sucks because it's every morning, like literally every morning. I remember, especially in 2020, I would wake up and like kick myself, like you need to stay relevant. You need to put something out. You need to do something. So people will remember you. Um, you know, you need to be on social media. You need to be on TikTok and stuff. And it's just like, it is a headache. And I, I am so, I hate that. I hate it so much because it's like, oh, why can't I just like, I don't know. It, it makes sense. But, um, but um, to answer your question, I want to write a song about that. Like just trying to stay relevant. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, um, I think something that I took away from this is um, Caleb has been so like just my rock through all of this. And I mean, we've been through everything together, you know, and, uh, and he said to me, you know, you don't need to worry about like being number one or like, like being at the top and staying at the top. Like, I'm sure there's people who put music out and they aren't even passionate about it and they just do it because they have to stay at the top. Yeah. And, uh, and Caleb said, you just need to like put stuff out that you're proud of. Like if you died tomorrow, would you be happy with what you've released? You know, would you be proud of all this? Are you proud of your stuff? And I was like, you know what? That's so true because I know, I know artists that, um, haven't put out music in years but I love their artistry so much that like I'd go to a show in a heartbeat for them you know I'd buy their new stuff in a heartbeat but there's other people who are like relevant as ever but like you can tell it's just not like authentic that sure, makes sense it does yeah and um just sometimes you can see through that and um I was like you know what you're right I don't want to just be like another another person in, in this, in this, um, you know, music industry. I want to like be something special and unique and, um, something that I'm proud of, I guess. And, uh, I don't know. He really puts stuff in perspective. I don't know if that makes sense to you. It does a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even struggle with that, even doing this, like, you know, talking to people all the time, trying to get the next interview and get the scoop on something or beat somebody to the punch. Um, although we're in the same boat, it's very competitive. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And it's like looking at numbers and we're recently started trying to build our YouTube channel. So now there's that. I mean, the podcast is doing amazingly well and it's on autopilot, but now I'm trying to build another piece of the brand. So I, I totally understand. And people will tell you what they think very quickly um, and it's crazy that we give people that much control over our content, but that's what we do. It's so, that's it's so <laughs> true. And you're, and you're so right. Like about the numbers, it is life 
like in this industry, in your industry, in my industry, in the entertainment industry. Um, can you still see me? I can. You're good. Sorry, something happened. Um, in this industry, it's a numbers game. Like that's all it is anymore. And that sucks because I, you know, back in like the 90s, you know, when like Alanis Morissette was putting out stuff, the Cranberries were putting out stuff. Yeah, they were worried about like record sales and stuff and CD sales, but they weren't also watching their Instagram views, their YouTube videos, uh, you know, their their Spotify streams, their numbers on Apple, whatever. Like there are so many there's so many other things that like go into like the calculation of being successful, you know, like and that and that sucks because you know, for example, you'll see somebody from, you know, that that would have been huge in like the biggest, you know, the biggest star ever in the nineties could have 10,000 Instagram followers. That's just because, you know, and there's somebody who's maybe not as successful as them, but they have bigger numbers. I don't know. It's just, it's, it all gets in our heads so much. And I hate that I allow that to happen, but I think everyone allows those numbers to get in their heads because that's what people base success off of. And that's what success is nowadays. And Ugh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very tiring. And I, sometimes I refuse to like be a part of some of those things like, you know, TikTok views and, um, and, uh, the, all the streaming stuff. And I, I just, I, I get so tired of it. I just am like, I don't, I didn't sign up to be an influencer. I, I <laughs> auditioned, I auditioned for a show to be a musician and that's what I want to be. I want to play music. And unfortunately, like in today's world, you have to be an influencer too. You have to be everything else too. You can't just sing. And that sucks, to be honest. Yeah, I get it. I hear that all the time. Well, I tell you, I think you're doing an amazing job. Love your music. Have it on here in the house all the time. My son and I are fans. And uh, I don't see you're coming to the Bay Area, but maybe one of these days you might. I know you're coming to L.A., but it's awesome. It's great that you have found the freedom and the peace through the fire to get through all of this and to just, I, I think you, that what you're doing defines success to me. I mean, although there's the money and all the other things that are the trimmings, but really I think a true measure <laughs> of success is that you're just enjoying yourself and having fun. And, and of course everything else is a byproduct and, uh, it's amazing. I will let you get back to the crew. We have been chatting with Maddie Poppy. Please share this episode with a friend. Let somebody know about it. It's easy to do and it's free. You can absolutely do it uh, with the device you're holding in your hands. Unless it's an Android, it might be a little bit more difficult to share it. <laughs> um, I say that all the time. Someone's going to come after me one of these days. But also, please head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a kind rating and review. Maddie Poppy, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, Brett, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's, it's so nice to talk to you. And uh, yeah, let's do it again soon. This is fun. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.